Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel Jason Hammer right over there. Hooking up live with the Chicks on the Right. ChicksOnTheRight.com. Mock and Daisy. You guys just got back from CPAC. It was in Florida, right? Or no, wait, was it in D.C.? I can't, I can't remember. Tell us, tell us what CPAC is, maybe the history of CPAC, and um, is it still relevant? Was it the same as previous years? Did you enjoy your experience at CPAC? In uh, Washington, D.C., and it was um, very sparse. It was empty, Nigel. It was like not a lot of people. The, the attendance was very sad this year. <laughs> Wow. Very sad. What's going on? Um, it's become the show. So mm-hmm. people there, I, I mean, we haven't been there since 2010. The first time back in 13 years. We remember in 2010 that it was well attended by a lot of young people, students, college kids, sort of thing. This year, no, like it was it was your dyed Trump crowd. It was the that dress up and like have all the Trump gear. It was a very, very Trumpy, Trumpy crowd. And I think, you know, DeSantis stayed away. Um, and the other people spoke, like Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, other people that Vic Ramaswamy, who was running against um, Trump in the primary, they were not as well received and there just wasn't as much of an interest this year. Is it fair to say that it was boring? Because I've been following the coverage. You know, Tony Katz was there and he talked about the attendance at this thing. It didn't feel like there was any juice at this event and it just looked really boring compare that to like 2016 where it was spirited and it kind of had that like you know march madness kind of feel where you had fans of one team over here fans of another team over here that wasn't the case this year yeah i would say that you're right about that it was kind of for us it wasn't really boring because we were being handled we were being <laughs> like different radio shows on so we didn't probably see it like people saw it but what we could see, it was very one-sided. So at a team because we're so fronted now, right? Like Fox News wasn't even there, um, you know, which is, that's a state, right? The RNC wasn't there, which is also a statement. You can tell that we're being, as a party, we're becoming so fragmented, so divided. And so that was really weird. And yes, that makes it boring, it makes it like, it's like watching um, two SEC teams play, but then like one's like, we're just going to bow out. Like, it's just like, watch, it's like watching one SEC team play. Nope. You know what I mean? It's right. bizarre, you guys. It's so weird what's happening to our party. It's, we're just becoming so, so chambery like on, and, and, and one thing. And I, and honestly, this is really bad because the attendance going down for CPAC, you can almost see CPAC like, gasping for air like spiraling down the drain like you're watching die in front of your eyes it's really bizarre 
was uh, Donald Trump. I mean, look, I thought Donald Trump's speech was great. I mean, that was the highlight, probably. Correct. I mean, it was the main event. Right. And like he obviously drew the biggest crowd, but that's all relative, considering that the crowd was substantially lower and smaller than in years prior. So I think there's still the people I heard Trump fans. I'm sure had a fantastic time attending his speech as they do any other of his rallies. The overall feel of the whole event was very low energy, I would say. Jeb Bush, mm-hmm. very Jeb yep, Bushish. Um, and, and by the way, the straw <laughs> poll, I'm, I understand. I mean, Donald Trump ran ran away with that, that straw poll that happens at CPAC between him and DeSantis. I mean, it wasn't even close. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! The event that Surprise. loves Donald Trump yeah. had him winning like, the poll. I'm shocked. <laughs> I can't believe that. And it's like none of us were shocked. I mean, who's shocked by that? Raise your hand. Mock is here. Daisy is here. The chick's on the right. So let's go to the other side of the political aisle here. And a story that feels like it should be a big deal is that nobody really knows what's going on with John Fetterman. There's a sitting United States senator, and we have no idea the condition of his health. Uh, His wife is out going on vacations, doing all types of things while he's in the hospital here. I just want to get your thoughts. Mock, we'll start with you. Well, I mean, his wife is that that's a weird woman, right? I mean, so, so yeah, the fact that she's like traipsing around Niagara Falls while her husband, who she presumably loves is like waste day in a, in a hospital dealing with clinical depression that is bad enough that he's hospitalized for it is just a, it's just an odd, weird thing that she would be leaving um, his side. But also the, you know, the rumors that are going around that he's like brain dead and all that stuff, it would be really just, it would solve a lot of issues. It would just come out and give, you know, he he could do like a quick video and just say, here's how I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm fighting this with everything I've got, whatever, but he's, no one knows what is going on. And that makes the rumor mill go like steam ahead, right? You can't stop it once that kind of stuff gets going. Yeah. And if you decide or you dare to ask questions or you dare to say anything about this man, then you're a horrible human being for even daring to do that. And when he shouldn't even freaking be first place. And I'm very impressed by Fetterman, actually. He has the ability uh, from a hospital, clinical depression, um, suffering from the after effects of a stroke to sign on to a bipartisan bill (laughs) about uh, railroad legislation. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him, but... um you know, I know they're, they're they've got to play this game, right? Because if he if he, if he doesn't come back right away, because you know all the rumors are who even knows if he is going to come back, if he can come back, but but they have to make it to a certain date in August, right, to avoid mm-hmm. a special election. And so I know that that's important to them. If they could just kind of keep everything status quo until they get past that point, then they can just you know hire his they can just appoint his wife to replace right. him and they won't have to deal with an election. Yeah, Mock is here. Daisy is here. They are the chicks on the right. Daisy, since the last time we spoke, our close personal friend Lori Lightfoot went down in flames in Chicago, uh, finishing a very distant third <laughs> in their mayoral process here. And now she's claiming that it's racist. It's sexist that she did not win, despite the fact there's a freaking black guy that's in the top two that beat her. <laughs> 
Uh, your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, this is this is what she, you can't look at what she's done to that city and like see otherwise. I mean, hello, are you blind? The city is like a complete hellscape right now. I, I used to live in Chicago and I I was a single woman and I'd feel comfortable and safe walking around that city. And there is no way on God's green earth that I would do that right now. I would there's no way I would walk around by myself in that city. It is not safe to do so. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. And she's responsible for that. She is single-handedly responsible for it. So for her to say it's sexist, it's racist, blah. I mean, people are getting rid of her because she did a terrible, a terrible freaking job. Now, I heard that the people, the dudes who want to replace her, like one of them, his solution to it is to defund the police. So I don't know if the the replacements (laughs) that are trying to get in her, get in her place are going to actually do a better job or to, I mean, I just I fear for that that just the the further demise of that city. It's just a shame what's and, happening. And Daisy, as bad as you say Chicago is, and I agree with you, does this give cities like Indianapolis hope that maybe this is the year they can eliminate their worthless pain in the ass mayor? Because if you look at it, Indianapolis has a higher homicide rate per capita than Chicago does right now. So does this give cities like Indianapolis a little bit of hope? that you know maybe there is a breaking point for super liberal cities let's hope i mean let's hope i I feel like everybody has a breaking point right let's that's we all want to be safe in our cities i would hope that we want that and so let's hope that he can turn it around. Well, and what I was going to say about this this um, idea of her trying to blame the fact that she's not in the top three or not going into the runoff on her recent gender, I, how does she explain the fact that she was elected in the first place? <laughs> that is so stupid. I mean, you're, you're literally mayor right now. All right, we're hooking up with the Chicks on the Right. What's uh, new at chicksontheright.com? What are you guys working on? Oh, yeah, I'm, doing a, I'm actually working right now on just our recap of our recap of CPAC and like everything that we experienced while we were there. So I'll have that up this afternoon. And then of course there's always crazy, right? We're always talking about that. It's like I do a, a segment every day on the whack that happens and I, it's like, I feel like every story that we do is just whack. So I don't even know why I have that little segment every day because everything we talk about is whack. But yeah, we just... You know, there's always stuff going on, you guys. Every day, we do like an hour chocked full every morning of the news stories day, and it's just full of crazy. Are people hooking up at CPAC? Is it like the Olympic <laughs> Village where everybody's just banging everybody? Does that happen at CPAC? Daisy made out with Tony Cat. I did not. Good Lord. Oh, my God. I did not. That is false. I watched it happen. <laughs> did not. You know, there are people that Ben Franklin there. They dress up as ben, like adult people that are like cosplaying Ben Flynn. You know what I mean? That's but it's a, not those, like those the Olympic the Village where they're passing out condoms when you walk in and say, hey, we know what's going to happen here. Just be careful. <laughs> no. It's, I think it used to be that way. I really do, Jason. I think it, you, there were young people and they're all like hooking up. But honestly, I think a lot of those people are going to different venues now. They're going to different events because there are so many more events other than CPAC now. No, like turning point. And so young people are seeking, yeah, like Team right. USA and stuff like that. Like the young people are like seeking out their things and ever and since mock got married that stuff stopped i mean that's really what the cutting point was once mock got married all of those shenanigans stopped at cpac <laughs> right she's done she used to be fun and it's like you know no longer ladies you're the best thank you <laughs> thank, thank you, you.